Not long ago, I saw a news story about an eight-year-old boy named Perrin whose family lives in North Carolina. Last Christmas, the family decided to take a trip to Utah, spend, uh, spend some time there, and while they were in Utah, uh, Perrin started having massive headaches, so bad that they eventually took him to the hospital. And when they were at the hospital, they found that he had a brain tumor that needed immediate surgery. And so they got him in for surgery. He, uh, they got done with the surgery. The surgery was a success. And after the surgery, Perrin's mom went on uh, one online and updated her social media friends on everything that had been happening as they were having surgery 2,000 miles away from home. And, uh, and she said in her social media posts that Perrin had been having kind of a difficult time dealing with the whole thing. And she lamented that she wishes that they had brought their dog, Frank, on the trip with them because Frank and Perrin just had a very, very special connection. And so that story got shared over and over again and again by so many different people until a guy named Bob, who, uh, who had never met the family, who the family did not know, caught wind of it, contacted the family, and asked if they would mind if he picked up Frank from North Carolina and drove him 2,000 miles to Utah so that Frank and Perrin could be together, and that's exactly what he did. He drove uh, from his home 300 miles to North Carolina, picked up Frank, and together the two of them drove 2,000 miles across, across the country all the way to Utah so that, so that Frank, uh, Perrin and Frank could, could be together. It was just an awesome, an awesome act that he did for them. And he also offered to uh, drive Frank back home again when it was time for them to go home again, and that's what he did. And eventually the media caught wind of this wonderful story, and they asked him, well, why did you do that? And I love his answer. His answer was just this. He said, I just knew that something had to be done and that I could do it. And I love that answer because it's a really, really great expression of how the Bible describes what love is. One of the more famous sections in the Bible is 1 Corinthians chapter 13, where it describes what love is. And this is what that section says about what love is. It says, love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. And I see a lot of that in what Bob did for Perrin and, and Perrin's family. Um, and what he said that I just knew something needed to be done and he just did it. And think about what he didn't say when the media asked him, well, why did you do that? He didn't say, well, you know what? I did that because I was hoping that they would tell me what an awesome guy I am. Or I was hoping that, uh, you know, I would, they would be so impressed with the wonderful gift that I, that I gave in bringing their dog to, this, to, their, uh, to their son. I was thinking that, you know, I would come up with just the right words to say over that long, lengthy trip, and they would open the door and I would say them, and they would just be like, oh, that's exactly what we need to hear. You are so, so awesome. I was hoping that they would be really impressed with my knowledge of what, uh, what was going on in the situation and how I applied that knowledge to be able to help them. He didn't say any of those things, and it's a good thing that he didn't, because then, because then it wouldn't be love. And that's, and that's important because think about the times in your life when it's most difficult to show love. Isn't it often when nobody's been noticing the good things that you've been doing for them? Or when somebody's been really good at showing that, what, that they don't care at all about what you know about anything or they've done a really good job of showing that man, they don't care about what you, what you speak, what the words you have to say, they just, they're not, they're not listening. Maybe. But notice that Paul didn't say love feels patient. Love feels kind. He simply said love is patient 
and love is kind, whether or not we feel like it. Which means that we have a responsibility to show what love is, even when other people aren't being all that loving. In addition, the Apostle Paul said in what we read yesterday, he said, you can have the greatest knowledge, you can say the greatest words, you can do the greatest things, you can have the greatest mountain-moving faith that there is. But if you're doing any of those things because even a little part of you is seeking for someone else to notice something about you and how great you think you are, then not only does he say you will gain nothing, he says you actually are nothing. You are nothing. And that might sound kind of harsh, but really it's just a very strong statement of what a great thing Jesus did for us in loving us and what a great thing we are doing for others when we show love to them. Hey everyone, Pastor Mike here from Time of Grace. Hey, thanks so much for taking your time to listen to this message. We would love so many other people to hear about this message too. So if you could think of someone in your mind right now that could use this, we would love for you just to take a moment and share it. Um, that's essentially how people hear the good news of Jesus, believe it, and find eternal life in his name. Thanks for sharing and have a great day.